the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Monday. Oh, my. Woo, it's Monday. And oh, my, is right. President Trump has already put about six months worth of work into uh, this Monday, particularly compared to Biden, Biden, who put a lid on his campaign. He's hiding out in his basement until Thursday, hoping the smoke is going to blow over and y'all going to move on and find something else to obsess over besides the latest Russian disinformation campaign. Oh, no, 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 no. We ain't forgetting a thing, crazy, creepy, gropey, corrupt Uncle Joe. Glad to have you guys here with me. 888-344-1170. So much to talk about tonight as we roll into this week. Thursday is another debate, and uh, there's lots of advice flying for President Trump today. And I hope that he ignores most of it, particularly the advice coming from the GOP establishment. And we're going to give him some real advice. Hopefully it will get on to uh, his team. Ed Martin from the Pro-America Report is going to be here to talk about the debate coming up Thursday, what President Trump should be doing, what his plan should be. We know what we can expect from that moderator Cheeky baby who hung out with Obama Christmas in 2018. We got that to talk about who was the big media dude showing his tuba to everybody on a Zoom call. Yeah, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about the latest in uh, coronavirus uh, creeping corruption and creeping communism thanks to coronavirus here in California and more. Follow me on Twitter and Andrea K Show. We are streaming live right now on Facebook at The Answer San Diego, as well as our special private little group, Caniacs. If you're watching on Facebook, you can see I'm wearing my Caniac show. Um, grateful to have you guys here. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170. Do you think, here's my question for you guys. The advice from the establishment today is that Trump needs to ignore the Hunter Biden emails. Just ignore it. No. What the undecideds need to hear about is the economy. They don't care anything at all about Hunter Biden's emails. Really? I, I, I'm not buying that. But you guys tell me, do you think that that's good advice? Do you think Trump should just hit home on the economy, what he plans to do, his economic successes that he had pre-coronavirus and his plans to keep uh, the economy rolling forward and just completely ignore the Hunter Biden email scandal? Or, you know, what do you guys think? 888-344-1170. I think I know what my man, my partner in crime here has to say. But we'll we'll, we'll bring him in and uh, pick that little brain of his, that potato skin brain. It's DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentlemen i have my veto pen drawn and ready and i have only one thing to say go ahead (laughs) 
Are you kidding me? The Republicans finally get an October surprise and we need to let it go? Oh, heck no. <laughs> and he's already talked about the economy. Everybody and their grandmother knows how well he has done with the economy. It's time to talk about Hunter Biden until November 3rd. Well, why, why can't he do both? Well, I mean, he can do both, but don't ignore it. Exactly. No way. Yeah, exactly. Hey, these are the same never-Trumpers, by the way, that were absolutely on board saying, well, you know, if if Trump isn't a Russian uh, uh, asset, then, you know, he should be happy that there's an investigation and be happy that there's a special prosecutor and the truth will come out and Trump will be vindicated. These are the same never-Trumpers that were happy to push a false uh, hoax that involved a smear file paid for by Hillary Clinton. These These never-Trumpers supported an investigation, the full weight of the U.S. government investigating Trump, knowing that it was based on a smear file paid paid for by Hillary Clinton that involved supposed prostitutes peeing on a bed. That was worthy of, of not just media reports, not just worthy of people talking about it, yammering about it, but an actual investigation using a special special prosecutor. They were okay with that. But President Trump's not supposed to be talking about emails that have been produced that prove emails, by the way, that the, that the Biden campaign has not. The reason why he's got a lid on it, they, they haven't denied that these emails are accurate. They haven't denied that they're that they're correct. They haven't denied them at all. They're just hoping that they're going away. Right. These are emails that revealed ab, ab, actual meetings that were set up, coordinated these were these were emails and I don't even so many emails I don't even have time to get into them. But they they corroborated the fact that there was a pay for play scheme. They corroborated the fact that Joe Biden not only knew about it, that Obama not only knew about it, but that the Obama administration, including Joe Biden, Biden were in on it, scheduled meetings like in the case with China Inc., scheduled meetings. These, these were emails that talked about the payoff amounts, that talked about negotiating. You know, we, we want we want meetings. Uh, there'll be $10 million for um, in, introductions. And then we want a percentage with 50% going to the big guy. We know that when it, in, the, in the course of Ukraine, in the case of Ukraine, what they wanted was flat out said that what we want in exchange for, for working with Hunter Biden is we want an end to the prosecutions. We want protection against the legal ramifications and the the legal prosecutions that were coming against Burisma. And on top of it, and and before I get to the additional information, um, for that Adam Schiff is back. Remember Adam Schiff? Adam Schiff for three years, who was on CNN every day, saying that he had actually witnessed evidence that President Trump was a Russian asset. Well, we didn't hear any from. We haven't heard from Adam Schiff in a while. He comes out today saying. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that this is all Russian disinformation. First of all, that literally made me laugh out loud. It's absolutely ridiculous. But in case you're you're one of the Americans out there who might actually believe that ridiculous, that's there's the disinformation. The Russian disinformation was the smear filed, paid for by Hillary Clinton, paid for by Fusion Jeep through Fusion Jeep GPS. That included Bruce Orr and Nellie Orr and all these other people in the State Department and including John McCain to get into the hands of the FBI. And then it made its way to a January meeting with Trump so that they could get it in the hands of BuzzFeed. They all knew that it was a bunch of crap. The FBI knew it was all lies. They they all knew it was uh, was a bunch of hooey. The FBI literally knew that they were using lies and smears by President Trump's opposition. And they not only... 
didn't tamp it down. They actually used it to go lie to the FISA courts. But even if you, even if you, you know, think that there is some possibility there's some Russian information here, let me remind you of what Rudy Giuliani had to say about about the corroboration of these emails in the laptop. First and foremost, the laptop was corroborated. There was no corroboration that the FBI had or anybody had for the smear file, the dossier. In fact, they had to use reports that they leaked to the media as secondary sources. But here's the proof that Giuliani has that these laptops and emails were accurate and actually were Hunter Biden's. Um, The receipt that was signed by Hunter Biden. (laughs) That kind of says it is his. How about the fact that when he dropped it off to the repair guy, the repair guy was asked, well, how do you know it was Hunter Biden's laptop? Because he said, my name is Hunter Biden before he signed the receipt. Or how about the fact that the FBI has already corroborated that it was Hunter Biden's laptop? We know this because there was a subpoena that was served for this laptop by a gentleman by the name of Joshua Wilson. And what a lot of people are beginning to talk about, not in the mainstream media at all, um, but uh, Ron Johnson, who is the Senate head of the Senate Committee on Homeland Security, um, said that that you can connect the dots for yourself, he said to Maria Bartiromo, because she asked the question, she's why does this guy Joshua Wilson, who has spent the last five years in the FBI as an agent working on child pornography. Why was he the one who served the subpoena on this laptop? And Ron Johnson said, connect the dots for yourself. Well, Wayne Allen Root put out a tweet today that he's heard from the highest levels of people uh, that it not only the laptop not only includes child pornography, um, but other acts in, involving children that I, I, I Wayne Allen Root's going to be on the show tomorrow night. And maybe he can. I can't verify that at all. But doesn't it make sense? That this that, that, that there's more to uh, you can connect the dots here. So this repair guy, this repair guy has this laptop and he decides to contact the FBI. Why would he do that if it was just, a, you know, a common laptop that somebody left behind, you know, like you, you know, you leave an article of clothing, clothing in the dry cleaner and you forget that you, you forget to pick it up. The dry cleaners typically then don't call the FBI, right? Hey, somebody left a suspicious jacket here. The zipper, something, something sketchy with the zipper. Why would this repair guy decide he's going to call the FBI? Maybe because it's child pornography that's on the laptop. One of the things that's interesting about the story that that nobody's reporting on is that the that the repair guy reportedly told the FBI that he was scared. He was scared for his life. What does that tell you about what he found on that laptop? This wasn't a repair guy that sees the word barisma in some emails and decides, oh, I better get the FBI in on this. No, I think there was some real serious stuff that was found. The FBI told him, well, if you're really worried about your life. Maybe you shouldn't tell anybody about it. So to me, not only is it horrifying to think, think about this for a moment. Take even take even the skeezy Hunter Biden child pornography possibility out of the equation that this guy's a crackhead that needs to be investigated and needs to be dealt with. OK, if we've got an Anthony Weiner situation here, but even if you even if at this point you think that that's just supposition, is it not clear to the American people at this point that this is this that Joe Biden is so compromised his dealings with his kid and his family and from Ukraine to the Communist Party of China to Iraq and beyond that this man is so severely compromised that he presents in and of himself one of the greatest 
national security threats that this country has seen of an elected official. But even more of an of a security threat to me in my mind is the fact that we have an FBI and we have a Department of Justice that has been sitting on this laptop since last fall and has done nothing. Nothing. Just like they sat on that laptop, laptop of Anthony Weiner's in September of 2016, when they knew that there was child pornography on that laptop, in addition to thousands of pages of classified information that had been shared from Hillary Clinton back and forth with whom Abedin and they did nothing. I'm going to take a break. When I come back, I'm going to bring in my buddy Ed Martin, get his perspective on that and more. And what he thinks uh, this is, whether or not he thinks Trump should uh, pay attention to this, ignore it. How can you ignore this level of a national security threat to the United States? Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K. Telling you like it is. All while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. <laughs> I'm already laughing before I even bring in uh, my next guest here because he just always cracks me up. And uh, I just can't wait to get uh, his response to a certain story. Uh, joining me now, of course, is my buddy Ed Martin of the Pro America Report. Follow him on Twitter at Eagle Ed Martin and listen to the show Pro America Report and sign up. Go to ProAmericaReport.com and sign up for his wink, um, which you will have delivered to it's your it's his what you need to know segment. And it will get delivered to your inbox every morning at 530 and just summarizes really what you need to know. Um, and, you know, no, no um, in innuendo. Um, uh, with the wink, okay? You're not going to have no, to worry. No, 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 no <laughs> innuendos. That's right. There's not... This is not a Hunter Biden deal. This is not one of those deals. It's there, not, no. and it, hopefully it's not a Jeffrey Tubin deal either. You, you're oh, not, well, you're not I'm whipping your tube out in, at, <laughs> at, at the wrong moment, are you? No, no, I'm a Catholic. I'm a Catholic. That's a sin. So, I mean, you know, I mean, it's just even talking about it makes me need to go to confession. So that that was a crazy story. You know, I was I did. You know, as you know, I did a stint on CNN and and Tubin was there on CNN and he was he was as obnoxiously condescending as he is. He seems on TV in person. He was like he, he really was kind of walking around like he was a genius and everybody else was morons. And you're kind of like watching and what he says and all it was. Uh, I had a couple of good battles with him. He was uh, he, he wasn't he didn't like to take. Well, I shouldn't say this. He didn't, he didn't like he liked to give and not take, <laughs> which seems, seems obvious. <laughs> now, but anyway, so, uh, There's so many well, puns, so many areas. Yeah. But on a serious tip, this dude. If y'all hadn't heard the story, Tubin, who is a writer, um, he, he I can't remember what outlet he's New York Post, not New York Post, New York, no, no, New Yorker, he's New Yorker, Yorker and, and he's and, also, and also CNN, CNN, and um, he's on a Zoom call, and you know he decides to go all flasher, and he then he's then he realizes that he's on the Zoom call, and, and his his story afterwards is that he's all embarrassed because he didn't realize the camera was on him, like he's not embarrassed the fact that he did this. You know, no, you know, it's, it's even it's even weirder. I mean, it's even weirder for a second to just do it. They were doing and I, this is going to even sound worse. They were doing a kind of role play. OK, so these idiots, <laughs> these idiots, these idiots at the New Yorker were doing a role play where each of them was playing a different set of the election night. So one person was the Republicans. One person was Democrats. One person was media. Tubin was the courts. 
And so at one point they went, I'm not kidding when I tell you this. I read more specifically because <laughs> it's so exciting. I, 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 nothing like seeing that somebody else in trouble. They went into like the, the Democrats and Republicans all being play. Right? They're all liberals. They're uh-huh. all the New Yorker reporters. Uh-huh. They go into separate parts of the Zoom call and Tubin thinks he's alone. And so then he takes his, takes his, his, his self out and, and, <laughs> and pleasures himself. And everyone sees that's what he's doing. And he thought, and, and he thought they were on a 10 minute break. So the court came back into session and he was caught. And there you have it. So it's unbelievable. I mean, I thought it was. Why? I, I thought it was I, just. I already, I've already put into Steve Brodsky if we can start doing a role play on the Zoom calls. You know, <laughs> one person could be the station manager, the other person could be the sports director. And, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of room for fun here. Well, isn't there? well listen, I'm not going to dress up in a cheerleader in my old cheerleader costume if that's where this is going. But no, I thought it was just one of those classic. You think the camera's off, and it's like, well. Wait a second. You know, this is like crazy because, you know, we've all done stuff when we thought people weren't looking, you know, um, like, you know, pick food out of your teeth. I mean, normal human beings get get embarrassed in there in in the elevator and they realize they got seen, you know, smelling their armpit to make sure they don't have B.O. You know, I've never been caught whipping my bazoomies out, you know. Um, Well, I I have no comment, but I I don't think I've ever done anything like what you're talking about. So I don't know what's wrong with you people. Anyway, let's let's just move on. Well, honestly. Serious tip, though, before we move on, on a serious tip, he was suspended. What is it? I don't think you should say on a serious tip. (laughs) When you're talking about this, I think you need to, I think you need on a serious note. On a serious note. Okay. If he was Sean Hannity, what would have been done to him by now? He would, you know, what? Well, no, see, I mean, that's a lot. This is a serious thing. Tubin is known. He had an extramarital affair with a woman younger than him and then pressured her to have an abortion. She didn't have an abortion and she went and had the baby. And she's well known. She was a well known journalist herself whose father is a problem. I mean, it's just, he's not a nice kid character but you're exactly right the double standard is insane although if you're in the cesspool of of new york city everybody acts i guess like terrible human beings so they're like oh wow we just got caught you know don't turn your zoom camera on i guess is the message so yeah it's it's um i look i've andrew this is not sliding to a serious note i've been saying for a while i've been saying on my show this is the kind of death rattle of the American media. We're watching an ending of the American media because not only do they have no credibility, but they, they also are sort of demeaning themselves. And I don't just mean Tubin. You know, earlier today, uh, Jonathan Alter, who is a you know, fairly well-regarded journalist, he's attacking others on Twitter for saying that the Hunter Biden emails should be covered. And you're just watching this and you're thinking, the media is like demeaning and degrading itself so rapidly and it's i think it's better for america to see how bad it is so that we can move past it because it's just pathetic yeah absolutely um you know i i what does it take to be suspended i mean to be fired if if you're only going to be suspended i mean think about this for a moment in this me too in, in this me too area era in the area in which these media outlets literally sought to destroy brett kavanaugh because of false accusations but yet this man can you know assault people in this format in his coworkers, and he well, still has a job today i'm sorry we're still talking about this but now you ask me maybe self-assault is suspension but something on someone else is uh, getting fired i mean i was trying to draw some lines here i don't know you know i mean this is it's uh it is a crazy it's a crazy well, the, well part of the story is the media hypocrisy <laughs> moving on speaking of the media yeah. the debate is this thursday 
um, the advice that is um, being obviously well coordinated today with talking points from the GOP establishment from Mark Thiessen, who former Bush. And there's nobody from the Bush administration that Trump should be listening to, uh, as well as the Chris Steyerwaltz, all the all the same GOP establishment. Never cr- Trump or crowd is don't talk about these Hunter Biden emails. This is just no d- be, beat the Trump on the economy, beat the drum on the economy. And I'm saying, well, first of all, Trump can do both. He can continue to talk about the economy, reason why he had the success he did in the first three years and why it will be successful again after coronavirus. And and still at the same time, he's got this debate. It's going to be 90 minutes. It absolutely he needs to be talking about these Hunter Biden emails and this scandal and the Biden Inc. pay for play corruption scheme all day, every day. Your your uh, thoughts. Actually, I'll slightly disagree. Uh, there's no good reason to talk about the economy, not at all. I wouldn't bother. I mean, maybe talk about the past and talk about how we're, beating, we're fighting China and we're doing better. I, I can agree completely. The only thing that matters right now at this point is everyone realizing it's either drain the swamp or it's Trump. You know, in other words, you, you're going with the swamp, Biden, or you're going to go against for draining the swamp. I'm sorry, I'm sorry I said it poorly. You know, in other words, this is the classic insider corruption. This is like the Clinton Foundation. This is like the, the Mueller investigation. It's all the same people serving each other, covering each other's tail. He shouldn't, he shouldn't spend a minute trying to argue about the things that the Bushies are telling them to talk about because the public doesn't care about that. They don't believe in that stuff, and they want to see Trump taught the truth. And, and I think when he does, Biden's look, Biden is fading. The Democrats know this. This is it's they're going to start to turn on Biden in the next week or so. He will be he will then be eviscerated as the worst candidate, the most corrupt candidate, all that stuff. And, you know, it's, it's headed that way. They're starting, by the way, to be the Inklings, Andrea. Politico has a piece today. And the Democrats know what they're saying. Um, this early voting thing was supposed to be great for us, except we're not getting as many early voting people. And does that mean that turnout's going to be lower on Election Day when the Republicans are going to come swooping in? Voter registration in Pennsylvania is up for Republicans more than de- Democrats. Um, what's happening here, guys? They're starting to realize that when you have one candidate who's brain dead, literally, right. and another candidate who's got 50,000 people at rallies, you, you've got a problem. And so its uh, I don't think you should waste this time talking about anything other than the Hunter Biden stuff and all the same stuff about uh, about Biden and China and Biden and all the insider swamp stuff. The other uh, advice that President Trump is getting going into the debate is he needs to not interrupt Joe Biden. Oh. Your thoughts? I mean, no, this is this is ridiculous. I mean, I think he should interrupt him with more with a little bit more. Um, a little bit sharper stuff. I think the last debate, my criticism was he was kind of flopping around, just kind of insert. I think he should come right in and come right at. Look, Biden had no answer. Biden had no answer the last time. And so, nah, he should he should do the same thing. Look, the, the commission announced tonight that they're going to cut back. They're going to mute the mics of the candidates for those first two minute portions. Ah, that's fine. Let that happen. Go ahead. Let Biden give two minute canned speeches. Then Trump should just come hammering in there. The more they're seen together, the more the country is going, wait, one guy is able to do this job and is energetic. The other guy is fading fast. And so I, I don't have a problem. I don't. I think you should interrupt all over the place. Uh, we're talking to Ed Martin from the Pro-America Report. All right, other topic. I always do like a round robin, like lightning with you, because yeah, you can yeah, talk about yeah. anything, and you're also uh, yeah. an attorney. So Supreme Court uh, yeah, comes out today and makes it. Uh, yep. Tell everybody what this decision was. It had to do yeah. with Pennsylvania yeah. and elections and why it's important. Yeah. 
Well, so Pennsylvania, there had been an appeal, there had been a court actions brought mostly by Republicans to say, hey, the, the ballots need to get in by the actual election day and to be counted, period. Well, now the court, the, the federal court in, in, um, in Pennsylvania said if they get in by the 6th, three days later, and if they're not even dated, but they're in by the 6th, in other words, somebody shows up on the 7th and said, here's some, we found them yesterday. You can't tell. In other words, if they're not date stamped. So all that went through. And, and the federal the federal case went up to the U.S. Supreme Court and said, hey, wait, stop this, because if this goes forward, we're going to have people walking in with ballots on November 6th saying, here's my ballot. And of, of all things, John Roberts, Chief Justice, sided with the three remaining liberals and deadlocked at 4-4. So they couldn't overturn the lower court. So it means Pennsylvania is headed to certain chaos you know it's certain chaotic situation where some people are going to be showing up with ballots on the fourth fifth and sixth the days after the election and say count my ballots now that would be okay if it were voters the problem is it's more likely to be political operatives saying we need a few thousand here we need a few thousand there let's see if we can swing this because remember trump only won pennsylvania by what was it 65 or 70 thousand votes so it's um it's again Stupid decision. Chief Justice Roberts continues to disappoint, and it does bring home in 10 days when Amy Coney Barrett's up there. You realize, and it's so exciting to say this, it will become the Clarence Thomas court because when you're in the majority, you go by seniority. So if Clarence Thomas is in the majority vote, six to three, he gets to write the decisions if he wants or he assigns them out to other people. So he's going to be the guy in the catbird seat for the next couple of years. It'll be unbelievable to see. But Coney Barrett, I suspect, would have voted uh, correctly on this, and it would have been stayed, and the Pennsylvania wouldn't be counting extra ballots like that. So it's unfortunate, but we'll see. Yeah, the uh, the guy, Tafalgar, I think is his name, who was the most accurate pollster in uh, 2016, has come out and said that Pennsylvania, this is huge because Pennsylvania is the one state uh, that is um, the one that Trump needs and the one that's most likely to be stolen from him. And that's what all, every bit of this is about. I, I am against any type of um, mail-in. I'm against absentee ballots. I'm against early balloting. I'm against any kind of mail-in ballots because it's all just an opportunity for fraud. The only people, in my opinion, who should be able to vote outside of in-person in a polling station is the military. And I think that we're paying the price for the Republican Party allowing things to get out of hand and get out of control under the basis of uh, convenience and ease. Yeah, and ease. Yeah, well, You're going on vacation, uh, well, schedule your vacation at another time, or be prepared to give up your vote that year. Because all we've done in the name of convenience is allowed our, our elections to be stolen. Final thoughts, Ed Martin. Well, uh, two observations. One, I agree with you 100%. However, the rules are what they are, and Republicans and conservatives should follow the rules and vote early. They should get it over with and then recruit other people. Second thing is, don't forget to look backwards and say how stupid Speaker Paul Ryan was. He was in charge. He could have passed a photo ID requirement for the whole country. We would have been changing this dynamic completely. Instead, he did tax cuts, which are fine. They're fine. They're not the perfect, but they're fine. And did all the other stupid stuff that he thought was smart. We need real conservatives who will do things like that. A photo ID for voting, that would have changed the game completely. So I'm with you on that. Maybe the next Congress, which will be Republican House and Senate, by the way, with a reelected Trump, maybe they'll do it. We'll see. 
All right. Well, we will see. And I uh, appreciate you being here, Ed Martin. Y'all need to listen to him at uh, Pro America Report, get his podcast, sign up for his wink. And I've got an announcement later on the show that involves Ed. So uh, you're going to want to stick yeah. around for that. And we got All more right. to talk about. So don't go away. Thanks for being here, Ed. All right. Thanks, bud. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. So uh, President Trump did a press call that got some uh, people's attention and some people were really upset about it because he basically said Fauci is an idiot and didn't have his act together. And he's absolutely right. That's why you're not seeing Fauci anymore. This is a guy that in March, first of all, he was against the shutdowns when Trump shut down travel from China. Then he's going around telling people, oh, yeah, take that cruise in February. In March, not long, either before or after we had the shutdowns, he's telling people, you don't need to wear masks. Not effective. Don't not, use them. Not effective. Not effective at all. Don't use them. And then when he was asked about that later, he comes back and says, why well, lied? Really? You lied? Yeah, I lied because I didn't want, you know, we needed to make sure that the healthcare workers got masks. The people walking around out here in, in, in the Vaughn's grocery store aren't wearing the same masks that they wear in the surgical units and hospitals. It's ridiculous. But okay, if you lied about that, Fauci, what else you lied about? We're supposed to trust this man? This man who then lied to the, to, uh, about hydroxychloroquine and started pushing out, oh, you don't want to take that, that medicine that's been over the counter that, you know, people have been using successfully for, you know, decades and decades. No, we, we want you to take that, uh, the resdemavir, I think it is, it costs $3,000 a month. He's been pushing that we can't have any kind of normal in our lives until at least, he's still saying until at least the end of 2021. He's still getting a paycheck. So I'm thankful to President Trump that he called out Fauci. And then he went on to say, he went on to say, my people showing up at rallies, they're like, we've had it. We're done with this. And President Trump is absolutely right. Just like in 2016, he has his finger on the pulse of America. He knows exactly what we're feeling, what we're thinking. And it's and it's also borne out by the facts, by the numbers themselves. These Democrats, in order to keep their commie controls over us, are having to constantly change the goalpost. Flatten the curve was supposed to be about keeping our hospitals from being overwhelmed for 14 days. That was seven months ago. And now it's positivity rates. And then when the positivity rates end up with, okay, well, we've got this high case count, but we still have hospitals empty. Now it's this health equity index. Oh, now San Diego County is about to go back into the most strictest of the color-coded system because some neighborhoods of minority people have 5% positivity rates, but they still don't have any more people going in the hospitals. So now they come out. Fauci come, decides last week that he's got to tell people not to have a Thanksgiving. And now I think uh, Gavin Newsom has come out with his holiday list. He's got a holiday list out of things that we should not be doing. Basically, it should be a, a, a table for one. And you, know, you can't be, even if it's within your, in your own family, don't yeah, six feet apart at all times. Dude, seriously? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Um, Taterskins gives this to me, and it says, this is not the Babylon Bee reporting this. This is absolutely true. Here are some of uh, Newsom's rules. Gatherings that include more than three households are prohibited. The host should collect names of all attendees and contact information. 
All gatherings must be held outside. Attendees may go inside to use restrooms as long as the restrooms are frequently sanitized. (laughs) Seating must provide at least six feet of distance in all directions, front to back and side to side. So I guess Biden, uh, Trump did a brilliant job of mocking Biden, his circle person. What do you do? Who sets sets up the circles for Biden events and then the media people sit within the circles. That's what what you're all supposed to do for Thanksgiving is you're going to have to make sure every chair has has the six foot ring around it or make sure everybody who comes in wears the six foot ring that they've got around their body. You know, I'm not a betting man, but if I were, Andrea, I would probably say about less than 10% of the people in this state are going to do any part of that. Well, we haven't been. And where's all the hospitalizations? Where- Hospitals still seem empty. Well, San Diego, I, I, for I don't know how many weeks now, we've had zero deaths. I, I think I reported this last week. They said this, this COVID is now the sixth leading cause of death. And I'm like, this, it's only the sixth? At one through five, we-, we didn't shut down the country. Whoa! Shouldn't it, shouldn't it be at least number two? If you're going to have the county shut down, this is insane. Some more that he's come up with. Any food or beverages at, out, at outdoor gatherings must be in single serve disposable containers. Now, you tell me, DJ Potato Skins, why, if I were to have a big gulp, that makes me more of a super spreader than if I've got a little Dixie cup of my makes diet. Cup. Absolutely no difference. Oh, here we go. P- okay. People who are singing or chanting are strongly encouraged to do so quietly at below. <laughs> it really is funny when you read it. <laughs> this is like, so I, I don't, how do you, how do you sing or chant? So are we going to tell the Black Lives Matter people to be out there chanting like, like in a whisper? Hey, you know what? What's good for the goose is good for the gander. I mean, if you know, if we can't sing our holiday hymns and songs, you know, the protesters they should they should be quiet too. Yeah, people at gatherings may remove their face coverings briefly to eat or drink, as long as they stay at least six feet away from someone outside their own household and put their face mask covering back on as soon as they are done with the activity. Gatherings should be two hours or less. Um. Wow. I think they just really want to, uh, you know, beef up the psych wards and have people depressed. That's all I can come away with. Well, it, uh, this has been a hundred percent about maximizing this for for, for control, I agree. and they've got to have you continue um, to stay in fear, continue to cower. Uh, they've got to have you. Th- I said from the beginning that masks were a mind control device. It was about gaining submission uh, from you. Atlas was taken off of Twitter. Uh, Doctor Atlas, re- I didn't hear love, about yeah, that. because he said masks are ineffective; they don't work. Which is basically the same thing that Fauci said in, in, in March. Can, can are you a Fauci? Can 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 you explain explain if you still believe Fauci? Explain yourself to me. Call us. I want to know. Us. Yeah, because you know what? I think it's insane. I think you know, and I think it was last week at the Amy Coney Barrett hearings. Ted Cruz was such a superstar, and I think they're going to begin the vote. Supposedly, the vote's going to have to is supposed to begin. It was scheduled to take place th- this Thursday. Yeah. But one of the things that Ted Cruz talked about with the difference between Democrats and Republicans and the role of the Supreme Court is that he said he can't think of a more undemocratic thing than uh, than to have king philosophers issuing decrees over 330 million people. Well, isn't that what Fauci and Burks are? No difference. No difference whatsoever. 
They're still getting a paycheck. The power that these unelected bureaucrats have. You and I were talking last week. We're like, how is it? There should be a, there should be um, a term limit on serving in these institutions. Oh, 100%. If the president gets four years, they shouldn't get any more than four either. Yeah. And and it just goes to show. I mean, the, there's no... Um, this is like life tenure for these these professors. It's like they get these gigs and it doesn't matter whether or not they perform. This is a dude, Fauci, who presided over the swine flu where 60 million Americans got it. And it was only through luck that we didn't lose more than 14,000 people. And if they had... And imagine the fear that it would have been taken ingrained in the minds of the Americans if we had had the media all day every day given the h1n1 numbers the h1 did you people know that we had 800 americans in in the in intensive care in san diego in one month with a swine flu no you didn't know just like the media every day during the bush administration the afghanistan war they did the death count of americans it stopped the second barack obama became president you didn't hear about it anymore fauci is also the same dude who presided over the over the hiv aids epidemic we still don't have a vaccine for that by the way probably never will probably never will we have flu shots every year it's not a vaccine uh, and i think that's a misconception people i have talked to people and they think that the flu shot is a vaccine it's not yeah if you support fauci ask yourself what actual accomplishment this man has had besides being an insufferable twit getting his picture taken for install magazine but where, where's his accomplishment this is government at its worst inefficient, unproductive. They get a pat on the back and they get pay raises and they get bonuses for doing absolutely nothing. And these unelected bureaucrats behind the scenes, have they're the ones with real power over us. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got a couple more stories to get into before we wrap up the show with an announcement. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um announcement. Oh, before I get into that, a uh, reminder as I'm looking up at the monitors. Uh, I'm I well, let me give my announcement first. <sighs> I'm starting to get choked up. I'm actually after t- tomorrow night is my last show for this week. I'm going to be taking a week off. Nothing too terribly serious, but I am going to be um having a little surgery. No, I'm not going to come back looking different. I'm not like Meg Ryan. I'm not going to come back looking un- <laughs> <laughs> I'm relieved now. Unrecognizable. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be taking about, I, it's looking like about a week and a half. So um, if it ends up being any more than that, I'll just be doing the show from home. So I just won't be doing the Facebook Live. So tomorrow night's going to be my last show for this week. So definitely t- uh, tune in for that. Uh, Wayne Allen Root will be here and I want to pick his brain on what he his behind the scenes uh, people are telling him at high levels he's going to be here and it will be our, our our final show as we go into the debate on Thursday as well as pa- I'm hoping I'm going to be back in time for the actual election so I'm hoping you guys are going to be here tomorrow night uh, the number is 888-344-1170 other than Wayne Allen I'm going to have the show um, you know open to callers for you guys to call in and give me your final thoughts um, uh, you know I've, I've got surgery Thursday hopefully I'll be back and be able to at least chat with you guys on Facebook Facebook on Friday. Normally, I would tell you guys tomorrow, but it's like I don't want to go. Oh, this is it. I'm out. 
out. So I thought, you know, I would let you guys know tonight. Yeah, well wishes, uh, and I hope that you, you get recover really, really soon. Thank you. So, um, so that's why I started to say earlier that if I was going to be here Friday, I needed to make the announcement first. If I was going to be here Friday, Kirstie Alley would clearly be in the running for one of my nominees for oh, Year of the Week. Oh, hands down. Her on Twitter is amazing. Right? I mean, she tweeted out today, and, and what she tweeted yesterday actually was so brilliant, because it wasn't nasty or in your face. It was, hey, I'm voting for President Trump again, just like I did in 2016, because he's not a politician. He Basically, she said he's a doer. He gets stuff done. He got the economy taken care of. In four years, and he'll do it again. I mean, it was, she didn't call Joe Biden uh, names or anything like that. She didn't say anything about Hunter Biden and allegations of child pornography. Need to. No, she just, you know, there. She basically said what the GOP establishment wanted to, the focus to be on economics, and the hate that she got from Hollywood on that. And then she didn't take it though. She responded. I still think in a classy way. She responded by saying. Now, you know, uh, look at these nasty responses I get. I'm getting, I can just assume you're basically your nasty people. And they are. I mean, this is the party that presents themselves as being the party of tolerance. Their definition of tolerance is complete submission. It's not tolerance. Their it's, definition it's not, of it's, tolerance it's, it's is a, not equal with the definition of, of tolerance no, is. No, it's not. It's bullying. It's bullying. It's a, it's a, it's a form of terrorism. It's, it's my way or the highway. You know, it's it's the it's the friend equivalent. It's the political equivalent of the husband who punches his wife in the face because she doesn't cook a mistake that he wants her to cook when he gets home. It's it, you you succumb and you submit to my will or else. That's what this cancel culture is all about. There's no civil discussion. People talking about, oh, Trump better not interrupt Biden because, you know, we need to have a civil discussion. Where's the civility on the part of the left? You look at at the the incivility that's going on uh you know um they're in different forms whether it's the fact that the left feels okay to call conservative women the c-word all day long um they feel like trump uh, was uncivil when he interrupted joe biden but it was okay for joe biden to call him a clown and tell him to shut up or where's the civility in in attempting to get somebody fired from their job because you don't like something that they said the left has no civility they have no civility no civility. There's there's no um, there's no civility and putting trying to put somebody out of business because they won't bake a cake for your ceremony that you don't want. That's not civility. There's no civility in, in a Democrat governor taking over your business and seizing it from you and and uh, forcing your family into starvation or or distress emotionally, financially, psychologically. There's no civility in what's what's being done to kids through this online learning. And how they're being abused. There's no civility with the left. That the online learning. Yeah, there's no civility going on here. There's no civility in you know in in telling parents that they don't have a right to interfere. That doctors and school teachers are going to tell them, yeah, we're going to begin transitioning your seven year old uh, boy Steve into Sally, and you're not going to have anything to say about it. You know, there's no civility at all on the part of the left. None whatsoever. There's no civility in taking my vote and denying me my vote, whether it's because of ballot harvesting or whether it's because of stealing with mail-in ballots. There's no civility there. There's no civility on the part. I don't remember the last time I've encountered anybody who claims to be from the party of tolerance who actually had any tolerance or civility about them whatsoever. I hate to leave on such a in such a harsh note, but you know what? I got at least one more night this week, and I'll be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K Show. I'm on Instagram at Andrea K and beyond. We'll be back tomorrow night. Peace out. Love you all.